Welcome, 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 welcome back. This is episode two of Rooted with Yams. If this is your first episode you're listening to, you can go ahead and listen or you can pause, you know, and listen to the introduction episode and episode one, then come back and pick up where you left off. But thank you for tuning in to this one. I'm super grateful and really, really excited for the conversation we're going to have today. Happy, happy, happy Black History Month. This conversation that we're having today is going to be in honor of Black History Month, and we are going to be talking about evolution and what that means, what it means to grow yourself, and some of the challenges that you may face in your season of evolving. I really do believe that these revolutionists, these visionaries, these trailblazers that we study, that we love, that we adore and admire, uh, particularly during Black History Month, they didn't just they weren't just born this way. I mean, I don't want to make light of their impact and their effect that they had in our world, but I really, really do believe that they weren't just born that way. Like they all face the same things we face. They all have regrets. They've all done things they're ashamed of, done things that they cannot put in the history books because then that may discredit the work they did afterwards. So I just kind of want to explore, maybe just talk out loud with y'all about ways that we can move forward ourselves and become the revolutionary women and men <laughs> that we are. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. So, you know, I got to start with a little story. This one's going to be super brief, but um, let me just tell you guys something that I almost want to say hate, but I do not like the, the word, but very close to the word hate. I really dislike coming back home or, you know, where I grew up and going to get togethers, kickbacks, festivities with the old high school gang or like the people that I went to high school with. I have nothing against them per se, but they only know me for who I was 2013 and earlier, you know? And praise the Lord that that is not who I am anymore. 
but I just I cannot stand being in a in a setting at a party and people just like they come to you and they're just like uh do this do that do this like oh I bet you've been doing this I bet you've been doing that da, da, da. I'm like no like who who was I don't come at me expecting me to be who I was five years ago do not do that it's my greatest pet peeve and it's no one's fault because I haven't kept in touch with a lot of these people and they haven't been around me or we haven't exchanged ideas thoughts growth processes so it's not it's no one's fault it's just it's something that really bothers me and it's a pet peeve of mine I just don't like going to the class reunions and this thing this frustration I have with people bringing up my past or expecting certain things of me that are of my past or who I used to be I think that is something we can all relate to and something that could really hold us back if we're not aware of it can hold us back and keep us from growing and moving forward and truly accepting ourselves for who we are this particular frustration could be a really big handicap. Of course, it's necessary. Like we should all be evolving and growing, but we need to know and understand how that's going to affect our day-to-day activities, our day-to-day interactions, encounters, our lives. Because the truth of it is that there are people in our past who may come up again. And how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the person who you have become in the face of your past. So the first thing I want to talk about in this evolution process of ours is if you don't feel like you've evolved in any way in maybe like the past four or five years or even one year, I would challenge you to relocate, (laughs) change your setting, your environment, get out of your comfort zone, ask questions, go to things that you wouldn't typically go to, go to events, go to community meetings, um, just a lot of social, political, religious events that you typically wouldn't go to. Challenge your your mental, challenge your, your thought process, whatever that means for you. I really encourage all of us to, to challenge ourselves, challenge our beliefs, and expose ourselves to things that we typically wouldn't expose ourselves to. Now, if you've already been doing that or, you know, by free will or by force, then you can probably understand where I'm coming from Where when I'm telling you that I grow, I become a different person and it's annoying or frustrating or difficult to deal with people who don't know this new me. For one, when I experience this frustration, I'm putting myself at risk for doubting myself, for self-doubt. I'm putting myself at risk to think, damn, like, who do I think I am changing and evolving? I used to be into this. I used to think like this. You know, it, it really, I don't know if it's just me, but I think it hinders, it could be hindering to your mental if you are stuck and surrounded by people who know you from your past, who who can't really see where you're going, and they they just have this idea of you of where you're from. You really need to surround yourself with people who see where you're going or appreciate your growth, appreciate um, what's to come, and can acknowledge that 
hey, like this person is a new person or is trying to be a new person. Let me not keep forcing this image on her. So I believe it's important that we surround ourselves with people who see where we're going. Like I'm at a point in my life, if you do not, if you want to keep reminding me of, you know, things I've done or things I've said or beliefs I've had, I'm cutting you out. Like I really don't care what anyone has to say about it. And I have like a really close group of friends and they know that I'm, I don't want to say wishy-washy, but I'm really open to changing and really open to new ideas, new thoughts. There's some things that, of course, like I'm, I'm not moving on, but I'm very different year to year to year. And I'm cool with that. And I'm, I'm keeping my friends around who are also cool with that. So if you have people around you that cannot accept that you want to better yourself and that you are challenging yourself to evolve and to the woman you ought to be and that you want to become, hey, you got to cut them. Like, cut it out. Anyone watch Full House? Okay, I'm, okay. Cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. For example, actually, before I tell you my for example, let me give you this disclaimer that this example may not be politically correct, but it helps me sleep at night. So I'm just going to keep going with it, okay? Like I'll say. For example, we know Rosa Parks to be a revolutionary, right? We know her to be a woman who stood and sat for what she believed in, who marched for what she believed in, who spoke out against evil and injustice and inequity and we just see her as a boss ass woman right and we honor her and we celebrate her because of her accomplishments her achievements and because of the woman she was right so bear with me here i refuse to believe (laughs) that rosa parks was always every single day of her life at 100 on the moral scale at 100 on the esteem and the poise and the grace and the elegance scale I don't like I just don't believe it like we're all human beings any temptation any sin that ever appeared in the bible she must have faced it just like you and I face it right so imagine if Rosa Parks and had her clique, her group of girlfriends, right, from way back in the day, back in the back of the day. And they used to chill. They used to kick it. They used to get into trouble. They used to, like, just, you know, do what teenagers or preteens do, right? Imagine if those group of friends kept popping up into Rosa Parks' adult life and kept saying, girl, what you what are you doing? Who are you? Like, what voice do you have? Why are you up there with Martin? Like, let him do that. His daddy was a pastor. He knows what he's doing. Girl, you you not, you ain't never been to church. Come on now. Imagine. Imagine if her friends held her back like that. How, how detrimental that could be to the woman she eventually became. And worse, imagine if she let them hold her back. Because I'm sure... Again, this is my example, what helps me sleep at night. I'm sure she did encounter those friends. She did encounter family members who knew of 
little Rosa Parks where she was from, but they did not see where she was going. They didn't see who she was becoming and they didn't appreciate who she was becoming. Therefore, they were trying to hold her back, drag her back, drag her back. And if she would have let them drag her back, y'all, y'all, what, like, really think about how, what, what would we have? Like, who would be our Rosa Parks if, if she would have allowed her environment, her past life to carry over into her, her womanhood, her activism, into her empowerment and into the role that she played in history. All I'm trying to say is that you got to give your spa- yourself space to grow. Like we're trying to dig deeper, get rooted deeper into who we are trying to be and extend our reach and reach more people and have impact in the world and in the community around us, right? But you got to cut the weeds, okay? You got to plant your seed in a 10-gallon pot and give yourself space to grow. So sometimes it's people that will hold you back and try to keep you trapped in your past. And then sometimes it's yourself. Like sometimes we tell ourselves, oh, like I always do this or I've always thought like this or this is how I was raised. This is what I'm accustomed to. And we don't permit ourselves space to grow, to evolve, to change. And I dare to say that all these revolutionists and heroes that we have, I dare to say that they didn't start that way. And they had to get rid of the bad people in their circle. They had to challenge themselves, step out of their comfort zones and do things differently and just give themselves space to be the great people that we know and we love today. Like I said in the beginning, Another example that comes to my mind is like the first time I found out that my mom, like my dad wasn't the first person my mom had uh, been with. I was shook. I was like, what? And if you're, if your parents have shared stuff like that with you before, you know, the feeling like your mind is blown. Your life literally changes. Well, at least for me, my life completely changed that conversation and it's because we only we only know so much about our role models we only know so much about our heroes you're blessed if you know their whole story and you know a person's testimony but at the end of the day someone will only know so much about who you are and you have to ask yourself who do I want the world to say I am what is the legacy I want to live behind Um, what do I want people to remember me for? Right. And if you keep getting pulled back into the same, oh, but I'm like this, you keep telling yourself, this is who you are. This is who you were. And you keep allowing other people to drag you back and remind you of the place you used to be and of your past. That's what, that's the story. That's the story you're going to leave with people. And girl, I will be damned if I let my circumstances or my circle, the people around me, dictate what's on my tombstone, okay? She... At this point of the recording, I completely effed up and I do not know how to fix it. So... Moment of silence. All this is just to say is what, Yamio? 
All of this is just to say, just because you've always been blank does not mean you'll always be blank. Now, this is a journey. Life is a journey. Every day we wake up, we are blessed to have another day. That means we are blessed to have newfound purpose. So you got to wake up. You've got to move forward every day in life and evolve. Like the name of the game is evolution. And it's beautiful. Like it is really beautiful. And once you realize, let me make it specific. Once you realize as a woman, how beautiful your transformation is, how beautiful your evolution is, because evolution just means transformation. And you only transform when you're learning, when you're growing and when you're allowing yourself to grow and learn. And you do that by trying new things, hanging out with different people, looking into different stuff, expanding your horizons and going for it. You just got to don't don't let people don't let the weeds tangle your roots, honey. That's all I'm trying to say. And I know earlier I made it sound like I was saying that your window of, I guess, immaturity is high school or your preteen years. But that's not what I meant. Like, I didn't mean for it to sound like that because right now I'm a, what am I, a young adult, I guess, uh, <laughs> exploring taking a dab into adulthood. And I know, I know for a fact that maybe 10 episodes after this, I'm going to be a new brand new woman. And I'm happy with that. So where whatever stage you are in life, please like try to take action steps into, into your evolution. Take action steps by getting rid of uh, people who don't see where you're going, getting rid of thoughts that are of what used to be. And sometimes it's hard for me personally, the most dramatic experience I had was kind of like my transition from high school to college like that. I can definitely see, but throughout college, there've been people I had to let go and ideas I had to let go of mentalities and mindsets I had to let go of too. And even now post back, I guess, post-grad life, um, the same thing the older you get, it it's not bad if you're still having to make these adjustments in life. I think you should even be making them more as you get older because you are wiser. So as you become wiser, you can see more clearly and hopefully you're growing to be a more confident, bolder person in your values and your beliefs and in your core. You know what I'm saying? So as we get older, I mean, I hope I'm not I'm only talking from the present, but I imagine that as we get older, we have more things to cut out, right? Because we have a clear idea of who, who we are and who we want to be. And you know what? We're closer to who we want to be. As we get older, we are closer to that woman that we aspire to be. And hopefully we, we already are that boss chick. Okay. And that is all I have for you guys today. Hopefully you enjoyed your commute to work. If you're in Houston or Dallas area, this was probably, you know, the duration of a daily commute. If you're in a small rural honky tonk town like I am, sorry, this is probably your commute to work and back and to the grocery store, but it's okay. Okay. I don't mind if you listen to me in parts. 
Anyways, I'm going to close out with Justin Timberlake because the Super Bowl reminded me of how deeply in love I am with this man. Um, I don't care what political hurdles were in the way of this halftime show. I am glad it happened. I'm so glad he came through. This was probably one of the greatest solo Super Bowl performances for me because every single song was my jam. Like every single song that he performed was at one point in my life, my all-time favorite song. So Justin Timberlake, you did that thing. Like you made my whole entire night, but I was watching it like literally extremely emotional, almost in tears. Uh, I love Justin Timberlake. Anyways, I love you guys. Be sure to rate this if you're on iTunes and email me any topic suggestions or any thoughts that you have over this episode or past episodes at rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Also, you can connect on Instagram and Twitter. And anyways, goodbye. If I wrote you a symphony Just to say how much you mean to me